All right. Hello, hello. I'm so glad to have you guys here tuning into my podcast on Ingeniously Made Whole, where everyone knows that they are fearfully and wonderfully made whole. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm so excited for you guys to be here. If you are not following me, you already know, as we always start out, you can go to Pac, uh, you can go to Anchor, and you can follow me at Ingeniously Made Whole. You can go to TikTok. And you can follow me at IMW Counselor Petty. And you can go to Instagram and Facebook and follow me at Ingeniously Made Whole. Where everyone knows that they are ingeniously and wonderfully made whole. So, thank you guys for tuning in today. Uh, we are going to continue on through my book that's called Stop the Drama, Stop Comparing, and Focus on You. If you don't have a copy of this book, make sure you grab a copy of it, okay? At FocusYourSuccess.com. Stop the Drama, Stop Comparing, and Focus on You. And I've had so many teen girls and women walk up to me and let me know how blessed they are because they have a copy of my book. And it just makes me realize the importance of walking in your purpose. Because so many times, you know, when you're walking that journey of life, you're like, okay, God, am I running from my calling <laughs> when things happen or am I on the right track? And so it can be hard to decipher that depending on what you're going through in your life. I heard an amazing story today about one of my besties, um, Destiny. She was telling me how she met a young, she went to this conference. She met a young lady who talked about her journey. Um, she literally does hair for girls, for only children, not just girls, but only children in the Dallas, Texas area. And this woman is phenomenal. She tells her story about how she was a bus driver, how she went through all of these different journeys of being a CDL truck driver to being this, to being that, and how God allowed her and pushed her to be back on the journey that she's on right now. And so when I heard that story, it reminded me of myself because there was one point in my life where I ran and ran and ran from the classroom. I never saw myself teaching ever. Um, I made in business administration. At one point when I was um, getting my degree, I was like, okay, I think I can do this. I can be an elementary teacher. But then I was like, um, I allowed other people to talk me out of my dreams and my desires. And that's one thing I push you. Don't ever let anyone push you out of your dreams and your desires. Okay. Because if God gave you the vision, understand that he didn't give it to everybody. He gave it to you. And if he gave it to you, you need to be strong and walk in determination and stay focused because we are all created uniquely different. And therefore, that means we all have unique walks. There are some paths that we take and we are in alignment with others and we know that, okay, yes, we can work together. God's given us similar goals and visions and purpose, right? But there's also times when we realize like, no, we can't uh, do that because what is for you is not necessarily for me. So, and it also goes to like the million dollar vision, right? If someone walks up to you and is like, hey, I got a way you can make a million dollars, right? And then next time, next week, you're like, okay, let me jump on that, right? Then next week, someone else comes up to you and like, hey, I got a way you can make a trillion dollars, right? Then you jump on that. Then someone comes to you and says, hey, I got a way you can do this. And then you jump on that. So one minute you're grooming dogs. The next minute you are selling cotton candy, right? (laughs) Then the next minute you're doing something else. And your audience, they're confused because they don't even know what it is that you do, right? Now, I'm not talking about my serial entrepreneurs out here. Now, my serial entrepreneurs, they are smart. They know what they're doing. There's a reason why they're able to do so much, right? Because they're smart. They hire those who are smart to run the businesses. So they are starting, they're funding them, 
those businesses, right? But they're not doing all these different things. And I think that's important for us to understand. Yes, you might want to start off doing one thing and go to the next, right? And so for me, I realized that, yes, I graduated with my undergrad in business administration. I am business-minded, right? But had I not ever stepped foot in the classroom, first of all, I would never have the respect that I have for teachers. Second of all, I would not be the woman that I am today. And I wouldn't know and understand the struggles that so many women go through and men and children go through because school is so different from how it was when I grew up. Because when I grew up... (laughs) Literally, I never knew any of this. Like, I literally went to school, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, did what I was supposed to do. That's it. I didn't ever realize the struggles that so many people go through and have endured. And so I am so grateful for the opportunity to have walked the walk and understand, you know, understood the struggle. You know, honestly, when my first school, like I like to say, my first stumping ground was in Dallas, uh, downtown Dallas. That's where I was. And so, um, I was right there by the Dallas Zoo, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. Some days, I was like, oh my goodness, like, (laughs) I think some of these parents dropped their children off at the wrong place. They should (laughs) have, instead of making a left, they should have made a right, right, to the zoo, not to school. Because I felt like that's what it was, sitting here, you know, babysitting, um, you know, trying to really help, but... I wasn't really feeling like I was helping. And I realized I wasn't. I came in. I literally wrote the formula problem on the board. I was like, go ahead, y'all. Do the perimeter. Uh, I thought they knew what that meant. Then that's when I realized that they did not know what that meant. Like, as a teacher, my job is to break it down and teach them. I thought that they could look at the piece of paper, find the formula, right? (laughs) Apply the formula to the problem. But that was eye-opening for me. Because, first of all, you have to understand a person's background, everything that a person is dealing with. And so what I learned is that so many people are dealing with so many things that they can't even focus on their education. And so for me, it made me realize how blessed I was to be able to go to school. But also, I have a drive inside of me. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to learn. I wanted to. I just love learning. But also, I come from a family of educators. Like, everyone is educated. My grandfather, grandfathers, grandmothers, everyone is educated. Everyone has a degree. And I come from a wealthy family of wealthy-minded individuals. And as far as, like, wealthy, (laughs) that's one thing. But wealthy-minded, like I tell people all the time, if you have knowledge, because your knowledge is power, no one can ever take that knowledge away from you. So being able to go to school and learn is a blessing. Because if you are knowledgeable, no one can take that away from you. For what does the word of God say? For our people perish for lack of knowledge. And so for me, being inside of that classroom, it taught me that I have to be able to connect with my students. And one day we had conversations. I was like, hey, you know, what's up? (laughs) What's up? I had to be real with them. And they were real with me. And they let me know. Like, first of all, are you even from here? How are you going to teach us in the hood of Dallas from in the hood, okay, and you're not even from here? And I was like, wait a minute. My my grandparents grew up around here and da-da-da-da. But really, it allowed me to realize, like, you have to, you can't just come in thinking you're going to just teach content. 
You have to connect with your students. You have to build relationships. And I took that with me every single year that I did teach after that. Because it taught me the ability to connect with my students and let them know that I care about them. When we come to school, when when my students come to school on Monday, they know. I'm going to ask you, how you doing? How was your weekend? What did you do that was fun? I'm going to tell y'all what I did. You know, we're going to have a good time. And that's one thing that students have always wrote on their paper at the end of the year. And I said, you know, what is it that you enjoyed out of all your teachers? And feedback from them was that, hey, you cared about us. You and maybe one other teacher, you took the time to talk to us. And to get to know us and love on us and care about us and let us know that we matter. We're not just another number in a seat. And so my challenge to you today as we talk about, you know, who you are and just really go focusing and staying in your lane is this. Who are you? Who are you? What is it that you're, what is your defined purpose? What is it that you have been placed here on earth to do? And when you know your purpose, when you know that God has something so great in store for you, you can't sleep at night because it's burning inside of you. And so for me, when I took the leap of faith to leave corporate America, to go into the classroom, I know some of people was like, oh, do you really want to do that and this and that? I knew that every day I was making a difference. And so I realized, now I did... (laughs) I did get a reality check, right? Because I thought that I was going to be able to change everybody. But God showed me that, no, I can't change everybody. And that's not my purpose here to change everyone. But those who want it and who want to be changed and who want better, those are the ones I'm here. And that's the reason why I have to keep coming. I can't tell you how many times I called my aunt and was like, I'm done. I am walking up the door. I'm done. And she's like, no, those kids need you. And so if you don't have anybody in your corner that you can call and not just agree with you, but that can tell you, like, get yourself together, (laughs) get back in that classroom, stop crying, get your life together, okay? Get back into that corporate office, get back in that classroom, walk with your head up high, go back to that school, whatever it is that you are doing, Keep going, keep doing it, stay focused. But we all need a ride or die in our corner. We all need somebody that's going to push us to excel and be better. Because we have our moments. You know, no shade, no lie, no shade. Like, we all have our moments that we're like, you know what, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I should keep going. And that's one thing I love about my close, tight circle of friends is that we can talk to each other and be real with each other. Like, man, this week was rough. I don't know, you know, but at the end of the day, we're not going to judge each other, right? And so that's why when it comes to social media, I'm not the hugest fan of it because I think it's great to be able to keep up with people's birthdays, things that people are doing, uh, makes you feel like you're, you know, you're still in the loop of what's going on. But are you really? Because people don't share the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? People don't share that. So one time I went to a a training and this young lady talked about, you know, her friend. Her friend had called her and asked her for some money and she gave it to her. She said her and her family needed some food and da da da. So she gave her um, like 50 or $75, one or two. She gave her some money for her, her husband, and her children so they could have some food. She said she looks on social media and what are they doing? They're out eating. Posting the picture like, hey, we just finished eating at this expensive restaurant and da da da, and it's like, wait a minute, like, did I not just give you money? Did you not just call me asking me for money? <laughs> okay, no, 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 that is not okay. <laughs> 
And so when that happened and when she shared that story, it just really put a spotlight on everything that goes on in life, right? So when we look on social media, people posting the good, everybody want to get the perfect angle, right? And the egg and the this and the that. But the reality of it is you don't know how many days it took that person to get up out of their bed. Because depression is real. We don't know the struggle. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know if they're getting beat on, how many days they've gone without eating. We don't know the reality of their situation. If they had to wear the same clothes over and over and rewash them or wash them by hand, we don't know. And so it's important for us to realize that, yes, we are focusing on ourselves as we are elevating ourselves and going to the next level. (coughs) Excuse me. But we also need to make sure that we are staying focused and think about other people. Because life is not just about us. God did not just place us here on earth to just think about ourselves. And so it just made me think about the sermon today at church and how the pastor was talking about how we have to realize that we can't just focus on what we see. Because if we do, we will lose faith. We might lose our sight, right? But we have to keep the faith and remember that God is still at work. So even if we can't see or it doesn't look like our situation is getting better, we have to realize that, okay, maybe it's time to <laughs> turn up the heat on the prayer life, right? Maybe start fasting, start doing something different than what we're doing. If we want a different result, we have to do something different. I can't take how many times I talk to people as a mental health therapist and people are doing the same thing, expecting a different result. You're not going to get a different result because you're doing the same thing. It's just like if you keep going to that job, let's say it pays $7.50, talking about, oh, I want to buy this big five-bedroom home, that's not going to cut it, right? You're going to have to do something different. And so I'm challenging each and every one of you guys today to say, you know what? I don't care what it is, what I have to sacrifice, what I have to give up, but I am ready to go to the next level. I am ready because those of you who are listening who are teenagers, the sky is the limit. And right now, a lot of teenagers have gotten so lazy because everything's handed to them. Everything's given to them. And it's important for you to realize that, yes, things are given to you. But someone had to work extremely hard for you to have the life that you have right now. And so we have to remember that regardless of what's going on, regardless of the day in and the day out, we have to remember and we have to stay focused, okay? And so I'm going to read an excerpt from my book called Who Am I? Okay, titled Who Am I? Do you ever lay awake at night wondering, who in the world am I? Why was I I created? What do others think about me? What are people saying about me? Why do I feel the need to compare myself to others on social media? To be or not to be, a part of the in crowd. Am I an introvert or an extrovert? Why do I feel like I'm not going anywhere? Am I a joy to be around? Am I full of joy? Do I bring joy to others or heartbreak? Would anyone even miss me if I were to die today or tomorrow? Do I take a stand for what is right or wrong? Do I stop them or let them be? Am I genuinely a good person? Do I represent Christ and how I talk and speak daily? Would I take off my shirt and shoes to give it to those who are less fortunate than I? 
Do I care about the regard of others? Do I even love myself? It is so important for you to understand the importance of loving yourself no matter what. And so I encourage each and every one of you guys to love yourself. Be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. And remember to purchase a copy of this book, Stop the Drama, Stop Comparing, and Focus on You. And remember that you can stay in your lane. You can love yourself. You can encourage, be positive. You don't have to be a part of the world being negative. And just remember to love on yourself no matter what. And give the best version of yourself that you can possibly give. Okay? So when we talk about loving yourself and staying in your lane that means that you have to define what your passion is what your purpose is and when you know what your passion and your purpose is you can become so much greater so love yourself no matter what and give your best